0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is that you inky savages are joining us for episode number 165 of the Penboy Boy Pentertainment Podcast. How's everybody doing? As you may or may not know, I got back from France. I'm a little jet lagged because I'm 43 and things don't feel as easy as they used to. So if I look a little sleepy, there's good reason. It's because I am. So... Thank you, guys, again, for joining us. We have, we have a good show. I, I got so much to catch up with my good buddy, the Odd Oink. So much. So, so much, much to talk about. I, I want to talk about really quick. Well, Tom wants to talk about it because I don't know what he's going to talk about.
1: We're going we to c- try to trim down the sponsorship read today to make to under it somewhat half manageable. The show. Right. To, to a little bit under half the show. Right. So if you want to zip forward ahead... Not gonna blame you, but some people like these things just because
0: they're new. It's I we agree. talk about something new every week, so I agree. Yeah, take it away with the three new colors of the, the new talisman, Tom.
1: All right, so I'll share it with you for the folks that are looking at this on YouTube. I am just looking to share Look screen here. Whoops, there we go, and we're going to talk about some brand new talisman pens from Bennu. These are three new colors. They are not limited editions. They are very colorful. They are done after the uh, gemstones. So you have Cat's Eye, which I'm sure that you like, Roy. Because I do. You like cats. I like so cats. you have Cat's Eye, which is the greenish one. You have Tiger's Eye, which is the orange and black one. And then you have Hawk's Eye, which is the blue one with gray, It looks like a gray and black on the grip section, and cap band uh, these are done in the similar style that you've seen a lot of other let say special editions or limited edition limited editions from retailers and stuff like that uh, but these are generally available with any Bennu dealer and they're also not a limited number so this is going to be something that'll be an everyday model that you could find Uh, But uh, to kind of give you the the overview here and what's on the screen, I'll read it to you, is from Bennu. Uh, They say, presenting three new stunning additions to our talisman collection, cat's eye, hawk's eye, and tiger's eye. Each unique fountain pen is dedicated to a popular quartz crystal renowned for its distinctive natural phenomenon known as chatoyancy. It's one of my favorite words. These minerals, highly sought after for their optical illusions, have been surrounded by myths and legends for centuries. We therefore considered the stones a perfect fit for our talisman collection. Each pen is crafted in the corresponding minerals color with Bennu's signature splash of sparkles and comes complete with a leaflet sharing the background story. We are thrilled to introduce our new designs showcasing the mesmerizing beauty and symbolism of these remarkable stones. So wait a minute, cat's eye, hawk's eye, and tiger's eye? Is yes, sir. All
0: based on stones. They
1: are based on a quartz stone, with
0: different types of quartz, quartz crystals. So, wouldn't it be fair to say that the pen is in root based on the eyes of cats, hawks, and tigers? Because Not containing
1: need... the eye, because we don't want. To, because we know that the talisman collection tends to infuse the material, the resin. With what it is that's inspired by, so they have to say, "Hey, it's used with quartz powder, not with the eyes of cats, hawks, and tigers," because right. that would just kind of be wrong. Yeah, that would that would
0: that would be kind of. I, I wouldn't buy that pen if they really used, <laughs> <coughs> you know, two types of cats and a bird in their <laughs> pen. It's kind of morbid, right?
1: So, as you see on the screen here, it is available starting August eighteenth. Uh, 2023, of which, give or take, because, I mean, these pens are coming from Armenia and they have to come to the United States and whatnot, Uh, they'll be available for an MSRP of $154. And these are coming in the Schmidt number 6 size nib, so this will be fine, medium, and broad. Um, And then cartridge converter, like you would normally see with other Bennu pens. So there you have it. That is the Talisman. It'll be available at Goldspot, but not for pre-order. It'll be available when it does arrive eventually in August.
0: But wait, there's more. Not only are they going to be available at Goldspot Pens, but you can access them through the affiliate link in the description below. Using coupon code, whatever the coupon code is, when the pen comes out, because Tom likes to keep changing it.
1: We will we will be changing it at the end of June, as I have it on my calendar. We're gonna change it. So we just have to change it every once in a while at least. So we're able to negotiate it down to a lower amount of changes. Because it is really crazy to get them changed so much. So
0: Yeah, if you change the coupon code every like thirty seconds, no one's gonna use it. But like I said, use the affiliate link in the description below and it'll help out this dozen dollar corporation known as the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Studios. Keep that engine humming. Right? And then use that coupon code to save yourself extra money on the MSRP of the three eyes of Banu. That was actually really quick for our sponsorship. I like how we so just wrapped yeah, it all. Yeah, we wrapped it all into one eat. just there, right? Yes. So, anyway, we have a lot to talk about. I want to catch up with you. So, let me give you guys a quick forewarning. This podcast is not scripted and therefore will contain potty mouth words both from Tom and I. So be forewarned. You have been warned. Now, on to the podcast. The, the Penboy Roy, Roy. Entertainment, Entertainment Podcast. podcast. savage. End the Oh no no! You did a pen of the week. I get to do the pen of the week this week. Oh no, but I know, I know
1: this. But what's that? I'm I'm right there with you. I understand it. You'll see. What do you mean? You'll okay, see. I, I get it. I get it. I know where this is going. I get it. You know.
0: You already know what I'm going to keep this whole conversation in the final cut because it's it's funny. But wait, how do you know what the pen of the week is for me? Because I'm observant. I know these things. Okay, yes. so. Anyway, we're going to talk about the pen of the week. Do you want us to talk about the pen of the week first, or should we talk about let's, my trip to let's, France?
1: Let's do a little catch-up from your trip to France. I'm very okay. interested to know what, what was going down there. How was how was how were the French? Oh. How was
0: Paris? So we were in Paris for the last, like, ten days. Let me tell you something, man. Jet lag didn't used to kick my ass the way it does now. I'm like mm. tired. It's only six hours too. I'm being such a little baby <laughs> about it. <laughs> but oh man, you, uh, I you tell came you.
1: in. what Was it Monday night? Right? You were Monday. Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. So what was it? So basically, you were at the airport. What like Monday night, and then coming back, and, and it worked. It was like, the how did it work?
0: Thing. It's the weirdest thing. I jump on a flight at four thirty in the afternoon in Paris fly okay. for seven hours, and then arrive in New York at 6.30. So I'm literally a fucking time traveler, son. Check that shit out. That's if why you I'm went ready.
1: fast enough, you would have been able to go back in the past and reverse the rotation of the
0: globe. Right, right. So I never understood that part of Superman when he saved Lois's life. I didn't get it's how that It's not meant could... to be. It's meant to no. be a
1: leap of faith and logic, that's I'm all. Just...
0: A... It didn't make sense... I think it would have caused like cataclysmic, like, like eruptions of volcanoes, yeah, yeah. earthquakes. He would have just destroyed the the entire planet, yeah. As a matter of fact, studies have shown that that's actually how all the dinosaurs died. Superman flew around the Earth too fast and caused all kinds of mass destruction and, and and eruptions and all kinds of shit. So. D- don't believe what you read in the history books that it's not a big meteor that killed all the dinosaurs. It was Superman accidentally flying backwards in time too fast.
1: Wait, wait, wait. So which history book are you reading about Superman being in the prehistoric era? Is the the, the secret ones that the secret no one, one. one right You said don't, you said don't believe the history books, but in the same breath you were like, yes, but then Superman decided to go halfway around the world. you know.
0: so that's like. It's not that he was in the prehistoric times. He just spun the earth in Uh, the other direction so much that he it just kept spinning, the inertia. And he wound up in the prehistoric times. And he's like, shit, I fucked up. So, like, now Lois Lane is not even born yet. So then he had to revert it. And that's how, you know, common, that's how things are now. So that's how, that's how history works. So anyway, yeah, Paris was... Fucking awesome, man. I never understood... First time in Europe, by the way. Oh, really? I never never understood what all the fuss was about when people talked about Paris being such a beautiful city. Holy bejesus, is it a beautiful city. Let me tell you, just walking around... We we walked every day in St. Germain, in opera, in all these different towns... I know you're going to ask me. Did you break keto? I didn't break it. I destroyed it, dude. I was on a massive <laughs> binge eating. We ate so yes. much. Here's a crazy yes. thing. Here's a crazy thing. Enjoy the dark side. I didn't gain any weight. I <laughs> Bobby, thought I was going. I thought we were walking gonna it off. I guess so. Yeah, we walked a whole lot. It was just so much. I'm telling you, the best thing about Paris was the fact that I was there with my wife. I mm-hmm. it was just it was just so romantic. It was so nice just to have no plan and mm-hmm. just do stuff together. You it did was a lot so, of like
1: sappy romantic shit, didn't you? Yes, we did. Like taking and, selfies by the Eiffel Tower. Yes, and having baguettes at a you know cafe and all at all everywhere, stuff.
0: son. We yeah. had baguettes at I forgot the names. They baguettes in the shower. <laughs> yeah, we had baguettes. We had. Ah oh, shit! I forgot the other one it starts with a P. It's like pastry shop, and then and cafes, and then restaurants. It's absolutely insane. It was so beautiful. We're gonna go back. I want to go back again. I wanted to just stay there longer, but obviously I I couldn't do that because we have jobs and stuff. But Paris was so awesome. I visited three pen stores. I visited Pomp. <laughs> so.
1: So you and, found them. We were, yeah. were not sure where they were, but you, you were able to find them pretty well.
0: Yeah, so Point Plume was recommended to me by a fellow pen enthusiast Instagrammer. I think his name is Hesh. Mm. He apparently lives in France. And then oh, cool. I stumbled upon the Mont Blanc store. And I stumbled, And then, oh, yeah, Mike, Michael Hujara from Coles of London told me to go to the, the Estee DuPont store. And I need to take this moment out in time to a special to say a special thank you to my friend Jacqueline. Her Instagram name is hard to say. I think it's Bruin and T or something like that on Instagram. But thank you, Jacqueline, for all, she spent so much time trying to give me ideas of what to do, because she's very well versed in French stuff, and she spent so much time like so much information. So much time taken out of her day just messaging me and stuff like that. So Jacqueline, cool. I I wanna I wanna actually look up her Instagram so that way I can say it I, right. I think
1: I I could visualize the name and I could also visualize some of the pens that usually would come yeah. up on that feed too. Yeah. Very yeah. nice.
0: Hold on a yeah. Nice writing and everything. Okay, it's Bruin underscore T underscore et underscore E creature. So E C R I T U R E. Bruin T She's going to message me later And be like that's horrible Horrible, horrible pronunciation I can't read I appreciate the mention
1: but you completely (laughs) Just annihilated the pronunciation
0: Yeah so she's on Instagram uh, Under What I just said It's just hard to read So anyway Jacqueline Mm -hmm. thank you for all the suggestions And all the help I had an excellent time and she even she even introduced me to her buddy, Claire, who met up with us and she's like a guide. So she took us to like these old town markets and stuff like that and, and walked us around. It was so much fun. We ate so much, holy shit, man. Let me also tell you though, when you're on keto as long as I have and then you break keto the, like we did in Paris, Every shit I took was like an Argentinian restaurant level emergency. That's not a good thing, right? So I'm in the recovery process right now. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So on top of that, there's the jet lag. There's the gut biome being completely uprooted oh, and stuff. Geez. But it was all worth it. Mm-hmm. It all worth it, man. Like every bout of diarrhea, just see. Yeah. Were they you were were able something? to use.
1: They have bidets there? They had bidets? Yes. Yeah. So
0: our hotel had that this thing where you push the everybody knows what a bidet is, but basically what it does is it just squirts like a nice warm stream of water at your butthole and that's how you clean your butt. Saves a lot of money on toilet paper, I'll tell you that. Right? Mm. So we didn't have to go through so many rolls as a normal person. Especially if you're do doing without.
1: Argentinian restaurant shits. That's yeah. comes in handy.
0: Yeah. By the way, I saw the sticker that Ebear made for us. Yes. Oh, I love it i love it I, gotta, I wish he
1: i gotta put it in my notes i gotta order that sticker to be able to that'll be the next sticker that we do for the fire tom oh ev- everybody's t-
0: everybody's just gonna want you to lose your job after this because the sticker yep. is so fucking awesome They're Gonna be like
1: finally a new sticker amazing
0: it is amazing it is the greatest and best sticker ever created in the history of anything ever created ever so Thank you for that, Ebear. if you're listening. Fantastic. This is your Beethoven's ninth. This is your Moby Dick. This thing is the best thing you've ever created, in my opinion. Didn't Moby it, Dick ruin Captain Ahab didn't wasn't that like a bad
1: thing for him? I mean it was something that he chased after, but then didn't it like eat him or something like that at the
0: Moby Dick? N- no, I thought he caught the 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 whale and as he was like hauling it home, all the sharks ate it. Or am I thinking of a different story? Maybe that was the old man in the sea. Was that old man in the sea? That is old man in the sea. Yeah. I'm pretty stupid. Never mind. Never mind. But just day one of getting to France, so we get there at about like noon, and we had to wait a couple of hours for our room to be ready. Once it was ready, we took a nap and we got up at about 1800 in Paris time. And then we just started walking around. We went to have dinner, walked around some more, sat down at a cafe. We walked for several hours and it was just such a wonderful experience. Just everything about Paris was just wonderful. Mm -hmm. And what's crazy is, you know, my wife, she's very smart. So she started studying French for a little while and then she's communicating oh, nice. in French with like cab drivers and and people and stuff like that and I'm like "Honey, are you are you faking it? Are you serious?" And then she's talking and then they're talking back and she's understanding. So, I'm like, "Holy shit, like that's really impressive to me." <laughs> Cuz I don't really I don't really speak multiple languages. I mean, I speak English and Korean, but I never had to really learn Korean. I kind of just know it. I don't know what it's like to learn another language. It, but she does because when she first came to the U.S. back in 2003, she didn't speak any English, and now she speaks fluent English, and she takes mm. pronunciation and grammar super seriously. And that's awesome. Yeah, for me, I don't have the patience for that, or, or the intellect for that, for that matter. But she was—I was really proud and impressed with with her. She doesn't listen to this. So I'll, have to, I'll, I'll tell her in person. Oh, but I'm sure, I'm sure yeah, she does. Yeah but it was such an amazing experience i loved france i loved paris i never understood what the big deal was until i got there another thing i want to talk about i went to the louvre Mm -hmm. and the mona lisa everybody's like oh what's the big deal with the mona lisa you gotta see it in front of you Mm -hmm. you gotta see it in front of you and it's almost like the painting is alive it's almost like there is life in the painting i don't know how to explain it but pictures will not capture it videos will not capture it there i don't know much about that period of art and stuff but man that fucker could draw (laughs) well it was painting
1: but it's it's close enough
0: (laughs) yeah but there's something so alive about the painting there's something very unique about it and when i saw it i was like holy shit this is why it's so famous It's Mm -hmm. alive. It's not just a still painting. There's attitude in the face of the Mona Lisa. It's really crazy. The Eiffel Tower was an awesome experience. I got a couple of notebooks from the Eiffel Tower. Oh, cool. They used Clairefontaine paper. Nice. Yeah. I mean, one would expect it comes from a French-milled Clairefontaine. Right. But then some, some of the other cheaper notebooks at, like, the... Which where was I? Oh, I was at a Holocaust museum. I can't remember where, but they were selling notepads and paper and stuff. But it was like cheap. T- it was like cheap paper. It was borderline toilet paper. But the stuff at the Eiffel Tower, they had Clairefontaine paper. It was it was good. I I bought a couple of them. One is going over to Jacqueline, just as a, nice. a token of appreciation. I also picked up some pens. I want to talk about. So, you picked up
1: some rather nice souvenirs. I did. I did.
0: I did. I wasn't planning. I wasn't going there with now, the intention see, of.
1: Here it is. I appreciate and I love the fact that you're living the dinks lifestyle. Uh-huh. I see it. Just to let you know, I see it and I recognize it. And for those that think I just threw an ethnic slur at him, it dinks stands for double income, no kids. Yes. All right. So, I go on vacation, I'll pick up souvenirs, it's usually whatever the kids want to get, which is like a stuffed animal, or now that they're getting older, it's like yeah. a hoodie from the place. You right. go on vacation, you're picking up stuff from Estee DuPont and Mont Blanc, and I'm just like, well done, well done, <laughs> sir. <laughs>
0: well, we don't have kids, and since we don't have kids, we don't have, I know kids are very expensive, I'm not... Knocking it, anybody who does have kids. I'm not saying, that. we we just decided we didn't want to have kids so that we can do stuff like this. Yes, right. So like, I retire in in about five years, and our plan is to do more of this stuff and have time to do this stuff. And you know that is amazing, and I uh, yeah. I
1: appreciate it for what it is. I look at it. i I. There's no. I mean, some people may say, oh, you know, Tom sounds pretty salty, or he sounds rather regretful, like he just, you know, regrets his choices, his life choices right now, but I'm, I'm just fine with it. I like it, I appreciate it for what it is, I see it, and I'm ready to embrace it with all of the, the fun. That's why I'm asking you so many questions, is I, yeah. I want to live it through your eyes and see how much enjoyment
0: that you got out of it. I, I got so much, but at the same time... It's a short amount of time and it's fleeting, and I'm sure that you wouldn't give up your kids just to go on a ten day trip to Paris.
1: There are there are many things of which I would give my kids up for I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> not, I, I give my
0: Right. So I don't know the joy of having kids. I never will. So I don't know what I'm missing out on. But I can tell you this. I I don't think I would I, I don't think I would I don't. I can't put a value on the time I spent with my wife in Paris. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more valuable to me. Uh, it was the best time of my life. Yeah. Really, I never enjoyed something so much. But anyway, we went to Est. No, we went to Pont Plume, Point pronounced Plume. Point Plume in English. And I picked up this fountain pen. Hmm. For everybody listening, it is a wooden fountain pen that's made by a guy named Choisy in France, and he's a local artisan. And he deals with Point Plume. Plume. Very cool. So when I went into Point Plume, my intention was to buy something that I can't get anywhere else. I wanted to get something that can only be bought in France. And I wanted it to be made by someone who is an artisan from France. And that excluded everything else. I didn't want any of the big names or anything like that. So I picked up this pen here. Mm -hmm. It was... 250 euros, which is more in dollars, but I got a 12% back. I got refunded 12% in the taxes when I got to the airport, which is cool. Right. But it, it doesn't matter. It's a beautiful wood pen, yellow wood pen with an interesting pattern. It has a number five size stainless steel Bach nib, nib unit. Okay. It's cartridge converter. I have not inked it up yet. There's no branding on this at all. But he deals with pomp plume. Kind of reminds even... me a little bit of a nemosis or nemocene. Uh, kind of... I, I I feel why, why you bit. say that. Yeah. Why you feel that? It it's it, it's different. You have to hold yeah. it in your hand. So and it's also turned from it's turned from wood, right? Yes, you said it was a turned, wood. Uh, that's yeah. pretty nice. Yeah, it is. It is very nice. It's not the most comfortable grip. It doesn't have the most comfortable step. It's not about utility in this case. This is really just a souvenir from France. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it writes fine. Like I said, I haven't inked it up. I will. You can't post it. I know that drives you crazy. Mm. There's no comfortable way of holding it on the section because it's so thin and slippery. And then the step is so big. (laughs) But I don't really care. I, I got it because it's a piece of France that I was able to take home with me. Very and nice. then, well done. I at, an, at another date, we went to the Mont Blanc store in Saint Germain. <laughs> What's so funny? What the fuck are you laughing at, man? I'm trying to be French uh, cause here. It's
1: a, slippery, it's a slippery slope. It was like, yeah, I'm going to buy something that you know reminds me of France, and it's a pen, so it's great. It's fake. It's <laughs> and it's like. Then I went to a Mont Blanc store. It's like, oh shit! Now it's on.
0: Yeah, and I don't know what compelled me to go to the Mont Blanc store. I just wanted to look around and see if they had the Rouge et Noir. Okay. Because I always wanted that, and I'm thinking maybe I'll pick that up. I don't know. But they didn't have that, or maybe they did. I didn't even ask because as soon as I walked in, I was like, hey, do you guys have the calligraphy fountain pen? <laughs> so they did, and I picked up the Mont Blanc 146 Le Grandmeister Shook calligraphy fountain pen. And since the day I got it, I've been using it a lot. Mm-hmm. It has an extra fine point, and it has a really good amount of line variation.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be like a, not, not necessarily flexy, but bouncy, right?
0: It's flexy. It's a flex It is flexy. It is okay. a flex nib. It's on par with a, a uh, what do you call it, Scribo. the way it writes. Oh, is it now? Yeah, they're very similar in terms of the writing experience. It has more of a fine non-flex line. Mm-hmm. And it flexes out about the same as a scribo mm-hmm. Did you watch? Did you see that I put a review of this pen? I did see that for the
1: for the first time in quite some time. There was a Penboy Roy review on the yeah. Penboy Roy review channel, and yes. I was I I have not gotten a chance to look at it yet today, but uh, I will be watching it
0: sometime soon. Yeah, I promise. So. No pressure. You're just a bad friend if you don't. But anyway, <laughs> I, am, I was really impressed with this pen. However, like I said in my review, for anybody who didn't watch it, I wouldn't get it over a Scribo. The only reason I would get it over a Scribo is because I want the Montblanc name, mm-hmm. right? Because Escribo gives you an acrylic pen with more handmade elements, and it, it writes really well. Also a piston filler, you get more bang for your buck for the Scribo, in my opinion. However, if you want to go around and you want to flex that you have a Montblanc pen, and you want to flex, flexes. yeah, that, there you go. You want to flex the Montblanc, and you want a flexible pen. This mm-hmm. is the, this is also the way to go. You're paying for what one of the commenters on the video said. You're paying for the experience, and you're paying paying for the name. And like Brian Holzer said, there's value in the name brand. There's mm-hmm. value in branding. So this one is my pen of the week. The Montblanc 164 Calligraphy Fountain Pen. 146. 146. Oh, my God. Did I say 164? Yeah, I am so got,
1: tired. I got distracted because I popped mine up on the screen here, too. Yeah, yours is time. vintage.
0: Yours is a vintage, right?
1: Mine's a bit older, yes. I think it's yeah. probably is somewhere in the 90s or so, but mm. it's... That's why I said. That's why I said I know what you're doing with the pen of the week, and I, yeah. that's why I took this one out. I was like
0: this is the pen of the week right here. It's the 146. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So, leading up to this episode, I was like really excited about it because I wanted to talk about my trip to France and mm-hmm. the pens that I got. And then, oh, and then, uh, but we just blew right past it. It's still, It's we're 28 minutes in, and I, I think I said everything I needed to say. But then we went to the ST Dupont store and i got to say it was a good experience there too i ended up with a belt my wife wanted to buy me a belt and a very beautiful belt she, so she i would think a get,
1: going off a of keto you wouldn't necessarily need a belt that you're you would have yeah filled yourself out but you right know, but, but the craziest off, thing craziest well.
0: thing was i went to france with a 32 waist, I came back with a 32 waist. Nice. And the amount that I ate, I cannot believe I didn't gain any weight. I don't understand it because we ate so many carbs. By the way, dude, restaurants in France taste fucking good, man. Mm-hmm. It was just the food is amazing. The quality control for food over there, the ingredients, the plating, the care is amazing, man. It is just something else. Every place we went to tasted like a super high-end, fancy restaurant in New York. Yeah. So I was just, I was completely blown away. We went to one place called Azteca Royale. It's a restaurant. It has a tasting menu, nine courses. Wow. It has two Michelin stars. Freaking phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And then we also went to a place called Agatha. And the pizza there, some of the best pizza I ever had in my life until it is we go to Italy. I'm saying right now that Agatha had the best pizza I ever shoved into my stupid face. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. And then awesome. we went to another place that a friend of mine, Jordan, he's a sleep doctor recommended, La Fimore. it's right by the Louvre. Mm-hmm. And we went there just for lunch and the small lunch that we had, absolutely delicious. Like, these these chefs are just so artistic with the food. Mm. It was it was it's amazing. It's probably
1: also the ingredients, too. The ingredients yeah, are more there's wholesome, definitely less GMOs, more, you know? Yeah,
0: more whole foods are used in the making of everything. I feel like something's different about the bread. Like, mm. we ate a lot of bread. Something just, I didn't feel bloated or... Sleepy or overstuffed. Something about the bread in France is just different too. Mm. So anyway, I really loved my trip to France. We had such a good time. It was weird because my first day going back to work, I'm sitting in at work and I'm like, man, I just miss hanging out with my wife. Like we really bonded more while we were in France. Yeah, was, you were
1: around each other
0: 24-7. Yeah, and no- we really had such a good time and good conversations That's being awesome. able to see stuff and experience stuff we've never seen before but doing it together there's nothing greater in life than that yeah. and I was just I'm, I'm just really happy that I did it you five years ago ten years ago I'd be like fuck that I don't want to go to France I want to stay home and play video games you know <laughs> I just want to staycation
1: I just don't want want—yeah—want people to leave me alone for a little yeah, while yeah but I've done enough vac-
0: staycations yeah
1: especially especially with like the pandemic and everything it's like it's like everybody had enough of just hanging out at their own house
0: yeah yeah and i watched movies on the plane seven hour Mm -hmm. flight i watched a movie called bullet train hilarious fucking movie have you seen it with brad pitt oh Oh, man you got to watch bullet bullet train absolutely hilarious movie just insane you got to pay attention though which, which I was able to do because there's nothing else to pay attention to other than just the sound of, oh, the plane. <laughs> now, did you
1: bring any pens and notebooks to record the trip with, or did you use the pens that you purchased? I used the ones that that purchased. Purchased. Yeah, you, I purchased. So you the used ones. them during the trip? Did you record any thoughts, journal a little bit, or did you just take pictures? Like, how did you kind of commemorate the trip?
0: Most of it was pictures. Any kind of writing I did was just nonsense. Like it was
1: just like, I am testing this.
0: Yeah, I, for then. some reason, I kept writing Savage Sausage. Savage I guess. Sausage. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I don't know why, but... Like, you know that thing <laughs> where you just free write? Like, without thinking, I'm just writing Savage Sausage. And you know? I think because mm-hmm. when I write the word Savage and Sausage and Seriously... Like, I wrote Seriously Savage Sausage all over the fucking Mont Blanc testing paper <laughs> so, stupid like, Americans yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy there was really cool though the, the The salesperson I was dealing with fantastic dude but he must have been looking at this writing samples like what fantastic handwriting because he did compliment my handwriting mm-hmm. but he knows oh, how to read of course he was
1: he was going to get a sale out of you he like yeah. you could write absolute dog shit on there and they'd be like he, oh amazing handwriting
0: <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something though I was so enamored by the pen and I'm so impressed with the pen that mm-hmm. if he's like, hey, listen, you're an idiot, I want you to eat shit and die, I would have still bought the pen off of him. Nice. Because, yeah, that's how awesome this pen is. Way pen to take was. abuse and then still yeah. buy something. Yeah, right? He didn't. He was not, nothing but a gentleman. But it was mm-hmm. – I'm very happy with this pen because I like how it writes with an extra fine Yeah. and then goes out to about a millimeter to maybe 1.1 millimeter. Sweet. So, yeah. So I, I did some – does by... it have an
1: ebonite feed on it by any chance? No, it doesn't. You know?
0: It's a it's a cheapy Mont Blanc plastic feed. But mm-hmm. it keeps up. So it does keep up though. Yeah, I don't know what they did to figure it out, but they did a great job. Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know what to say. They figured out the geometry, maybe, of how the nib interacts with the feed yeah. and how it rests on there and I, I just like I love the one forty six for its I I have the 149 was gifted to me, and I know 149 for a lot of people is like, oh, that is the the top of the top Grail pen right there.
0: Yeah, I actually like the 146 better. I don't know, man. I like the 149. Yeah, the the 149 is a honking pen, man. This thing. I know, is... but
1: I just feel like for the size and the writing ability, I I am really happy with how the 146 is. The posted length
0: yeah i agree with you
1: the shape it just i I just feel like it fits me better
0: yeah i definitely think that it's the 146 is far more practical of a writer i think it's more comfortable i think it's it i think it's definitely the more practical when it comes Mm. to writing because this thing is like writing with something the size of a magic marker it's writing with a savage savage sausage savage sausage seriously savage savage, sausage it's, it's a
1: seriously savage. You should get that engraved on the cap. Seriously savage sausage. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I just like the aesthetics of the Montblanc 149. And what I really like about the 149 is, ha- and the 146 is how you can tell that this is a 146 without having to hold a 149 next to it, and you can tell a 149 is a 149 without holding a 146 next to it. They're both both they're exactly the same design, but they're extinct. Mm-hmm. Ex- they're distinctive yes in the way they look so if you were to
1: characterize them as people how would you what would you say about them like if you were to characterize the size and the shape of them
0: i would say this one is dave batista the 149 is dave batista from uh, guardians of the galaxy yeah and i would say the 146 is peter quill Okay. Isn't that fair? Is that fair?
1: I, I yeah, I, I get that.
0: I don't know how else it. to I don't know how else to to categorize. You put me on the spot there, I wasn't prepared for that. I just you you did marvelously to yeah to uh, spar with me there. Yeah. So yeah, and I mean and then I also got this this pen case. This, this, this genuine leather, leather. Mm-hmm. very well-made, month-long, two-pen case. It opens up, has a flap. You have two two pockets there, one for each pen. It fits the 149 very nicely. It just Wouldn't it be funny in. if it didn't? It would be like, yeah. no, not yeah. big enough. The, it, it just slides right in, right? Mm-hmm. And then I keep that with my calligraphy. This also slides right in.
1: Now, how does it feel on the inside
0: there? Is that like suede? It's like it's, soft... it's very soft. It's like suedey slash,
1: nice know,
0: polishing cloth type material. Then it snaps closed, and I really like that. So I'm curious so do... to know
1: how does it work with the. You said you were able to save some VAT when you left; like you were able okay. to save on the VAT taxes, yeah. But you were refunded at the airport for it. I'm just wondering how that works out.
0: Okay, so the Montblanc 146 Meisterstück calligraphy nib was 795 euros. You show them your passport. They do whatever they do. They scan it. They input it into a computer. Then they print out this at the Mont Blanc store. At the Mont Blanc store, they print out this paper with a barcode on it. That paper is like the receipt. You go to the airport when you're on your way home, and there's these little kiosks where you scan the little barcode under a laser, and Mm -hmm. then it processes a twelve percent refund of what you paid back to your credit card.
1: Okay, so you, so, so you do have to produce the item itself to show that that's what you bought or no? It
0: it, it said you did, but like they there you was, just I, gave
1: them the receipt and they it. Scanned just, it and...
0: There's no them. It's it's a machine, it's a kiosk. Oh. Just beep. That's what it is. And this kiosk is at the airport? Yeah, yeah. They're like they're like little ATMs at the airport. They look like that's ATMs pretty much. So, let's do the math. Do You have a calculator. Then, I got it on my computer. I could do that. Okay. So, 795 795, yes. Minus 12%. That is 95.40? 95 minus 795, so. Minus 795. Yeah, so. I guess, yeah, so it brings it down to 700 then. So let's say 700. Now, what is 700 euros to US dollars? Jeez, man, really making me work hard
1: here. Yeah. You know, to USD, so that currently is seven hundred and forty-seven dollars and sixty-seven cents. So I USD. paid seven
0: hundred and forty-seven dollars on the button for the Montblanc miniature one forty-six calligraphy fountain pen.
1: Now, how is it there with the? Wait a uh, second. Did you have to carry around a lot of euros with you, or the or use one your second. Debit hold card that, card hold card. that. Hold What's
0: that. Hold that question. Mm-hmm. So seven hundred and forty-seven dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. The Montblanc Meisterstück, the same pen in the U.S., is $855 plus tax. Mm. So that comes out to over $900 about, right? Yeah. About, okay, so that's what I saved by nice. being in France and buying it. Very cool. Now, man. I know I say, just you got to buy from U.S. retailers, but I was actually in France. And good luck finding this pen at a U.S. retailer. So <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, i got to get it my wife wasn't resistant about it. But I'm sorry, what were you saying? You were saying something about carrying euros?
1: Are, I was curious because you know with with things being a lot more digital these days, did you just let's say use your card a lot or did you bring cash with you? Or yeah. did, did you have to did you have to take out euros and if you did, did you take them out using like a debit card or like how did that work out?
0: So I I just I did currency exchange before we left the US. Okay. Couple, I don't know, couple grand and mm-hmm. then everything else I used on my international credit card. Okay. So, the international credit card you don't get charged the exchange the tra- fee, exchange, yeah. Yeah. So, that's what that's what I did. You want to hear something interesting? You know how like when you finish paying at a restaurant, you put mm-hmm. your card down. They take the card. They go run it, and they bring back the receipt. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't do that in France. They bring they the do? little. They bring a little credit card machine to you, uh, and they they charge it right in front of you because they said that they're not allowed to take your card away from you, uh, because of security reasons.
1: Well, a lot of places now, and I'm, when I'm saying a lot of places, it's usually your kind of your bigger chain restaurants like Chili's or. Uh, Olive Garden or things like that they have these little devices on the table itself, yeah, that they entice you know for children to play on like with games and stuff like that, so they could charge you more, but it serves as a as a way to pay on there directly as well, and this thing sits on your table the entire time.
0: oh, I didn't know that
1: yeah there's like a lot of places i mean just not of course your smaller mom and pop sort of restaurants or your non-chain, but some of the bigger chains have this. Yeah, you know, they're, they're just basically like little, these little kind of almost like an Echo Show. You have know, seen the okay. Amazon Echo Show, yeah. But they're a little bit bigger and they have a display on them, and you could review your entire bill on the when it's time to pay on the screen, and oh. you could put your card in and boom, you're done. So,
0: so you don't even have to interact with the. The waiter or waitress.
1: Well, yeah, you know, when you order, yes. I mean, but, other than ordering, but for paying. Yeah, you don't have to deal with anything with the payment. so
0: How would they know that you paid?
1: Uh, was it one thing? Oh, I, actually, this was done completely on a mobile app. It was at the Turning Point restaurant. It was a breakfast place we went to. And you actually just scanned. It was like a barcode that was on your table. And you scanned it, and you pay on your mobile and I asked the waitress. I was like, I was like, how do you know that I just paid? And she said that uh, like, the, uh, like a little alarm would go off, like a like a notification would go off on her station, and she would see that the table was paid. So like, she would notice. It's like, hey, they're walking away. Did they pay? Look, no. Okay, they're dining and dashing. But got gotcha, that's... gotcha. I they see got how that system. makes sense. You got a cool system going
0: there. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's that's no different than. I guess somebody dining and dashing without that whole mechanism. Was. They'll
1: do it with with or without the paper yeah.
0: trail. Yeah. Wow. I didn't yeah. know that, but coffee is a different story in France. Everything is, is an espresso, cappuccino, or an americano. Mm-hmm. You know what an americano okay. is, right?
1: Yeah, that's just uh, a shot of espresso with water, hot water. Yes. Right?
0: Yes. So. Mm-hmm.
1: So no. So no. Like full coffee cups of coffee, it's more or less like the espresso.
0: Yeah, a little... little. Did I you know that espresso drink. Espresso has a lot of cholesterol? Someone told me that. Wait, or what? Something like that. Yeah, like, it affects your cholesterol. I didn't know anything about this. Well, like uh, I was, I was
1: like, you said it had a lot of cholesterol. I was like,
0: wait a second, what am I drinking? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no, like... no. So, like, for some reason, drip coffee doesn't affect your cholesterol as much. I should have looked up, looked this up. I don't know anything about this. But no espresso, since it doesn't Drip out of like a filter, mm-hmm. I guess. I'm guessing here now.
1: I'm I'm, I'm starting to feel immediately defensive. By the way, this is my natural inclination. I'm like, don't. How you
0: dare tell you me talk about my coffee? No. So because there's no filter, and espresso is is not filtered. It just, you, I guess, all the oils or whatever affects cholesterol for some reason or so or, or whatever. I don't know. But I, someone was mentioning that to me, and then I never looked into it. And I actually should.
1: Well, I, I know with I mean with a French press, let's say if you want to do a French press of of coffee that there's no filter involved there. Yeah. It's just this, you're just straining it through the wire mesh and yeah, and you have coffee grounds could be floating in there. But I understand with as, with espresso, is that it's so tightly packed into the thingy that they I, I don't know the technical terms, but what it's right. so tightly packed in there and then it just strains out basically the coffee itself is like kind of like a filter because it's just so densely packed in there that the water just has to go through and steep through the, the, the finely grounded beans that
0: are there. Right. Right. I don't know. So, I,
1: I, I would like to look more into this because now I'm very concerned. I'm yeah, very, me
0: too. I'm well, I mean, concerned. like your, your numbers concerned are fine. You. I don't think yeah. that
1: your numbers really were affected by the coffee. Cause I mean, of course it would be a lot different story with your blood tests. So,
0: yeah. Let me ask you something, just changing the subject. You haven't seen the, the video I put out, so I'm asking everybody listening or watching a blanket question, including you, Tom. And you can answer oh, me blanket. after you watch the video. Sure. After you watch the video. Is it distracting or does it bother you that I don't use the green screen in this video? I did see like a preview
1: shot, and I saw that you had the uh, fish tank in the background Uh uh-huh but i I, and i knew i noticed that was a departure of the usual um but i'll I'll have to look at the full thing and you know take it in and let you know
0: so the reason why is just because i used to have green screen hanging and stuff Mm -hmm. i can't even i can't use any of the other walls either because there's fucking fish tanks everywhere
1: but dude that is part of I feel that is part of the pen Boy Roy, that's part of the package now, is that there's fish involved. Right.
0: So So several commenters said that it didn't bother them. One even said they liked the fish tank better. So, I mean... I mean, who else does pen Reviews in front of a fish tank? You
1: are unique in that.
0: Oh, I appreciate that. There's
1: only one person that does pen until somebody else decides, I'm going to do it here too.
0: No, the reason I'm asking is because that's, that's a huge reason why I haven't been doing reviews in such a long time, is because mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out how to set up the green screen without risk of knocking over gallons and gallons of water and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I was just like, finally, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I keep getting comments on YouTube like, hey, I want the reviews. I miss the reviews and stuff like that. Yeah. One, I didn't think anybody would notice that if I didn't do reviews anymore, that they're not there. And... <laughs> Really, I just I, I there's so many other reviewers out there. Secondly, like I feel like maybe when you review one pen, you review them all, that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But then that's not true because I have this Leonardo Supernova that I also want to review. Mm-hmm. I have so many pens that I, I I do want to review, but I was kind of holding off, thinking it's just too much of a departure. So based on the feedback. It just
1: sounds like to me that you know, you wanted to do, maybe you want to do things the way that they used to be done and -hmm. it was just easier that way because you had a certain setup, you had a, you had a formula to it. Right. But then when stuff happens, like you start getting the fish tanks and life gets in the way, then things change and those parameters change and then you can't do it the same way. So you're just kind of like, you know, I, I have to, accommodate for that and mm-hmm. it's you know that either you start to come up with these things it's like oh well no one's gonna see it or or people are gonna complain because it's not in front of a green screen anymore or yeah. you're gonna be like oh well what am i gonna say that's different about but like that's just you like like that's the reason why your your videos are funny and i would go back to watch them is because you find some little weird thing to point out about the pen that i've never seen before or that i've never called to mind before and you Mm -hmm. say something funny about it and i just Mm -hmm. it cracks me up so i'm just like thank you you know it's just that's just that's i mean if you did that in front of a fish tank or a green screen it doesn't matter but it's just it's just your your personality and how you you know you approach looking at a pen
0: yeah that's this is easier by the way this is easier, using the yeah. fish tanks as the background. I'll tell you why, because I don't have to now chroma key out the green. I don't have to edit as much. Mm-hmm. So I can do more. I can definitely do more. Yeah. More and more regularly. And yeah, secondly... So you got
1: the ring light set up there, so you're ready to go.
0: Yeah. The ring light, that's new. Because what I'm finding is the video camera on my iPhone is now better than the video camera that I was using that was better than the DSLR. <laughs> Is that like, amazing? Yeah, when I had the DSLR and I used that primarily, there was more that went into it. I had to put in the memory card. I had to make sure the battery was charged. I had to set up all the lighting. I had to adjust the ISOs and all that stuff. This the phone just boom does it like, and it's it's 4K, whereas my yep. DSLR was 1080p. So. I'm just like wow, I'll just do that, and I didn't use any studio lighting. I just used the ring light and yeah. the room light, so it seemed it seemed it seemed to work. So we'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna do weekly reviews again because I do miss the thrill of interacting with people about it and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a, also it's
1: a lot of fun just to get your your thoughts out there and just see how people. React to them, yeah. And mm-hmm.
0: I don't script anymore, so mm-hmm. what I do is I just talk without reading the teleprompter or anything like that. I just now, have do you cut,
1: so, so do you do one long take on the iPhone and
0: then you just cut it afterwards? Yeah, it's pretty much it. Cool. It's maybe one or two takes, two at the most. So, mm-hmm. and then what I uh, what I found that I was doing was, as I'm talking, I'm thinking instead of reading. So I think it does feel a little bit more organic. And then, if a joke pops into my head, yes, it's not off script. I can just, just say roll whatever. Yeah, I just roll with it. Yeah, and whatnot. So I feel like I'm being more myself as opposed to being heavily scripted. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I still have notes. Like I have, like the good bullet, the nib bullet, right. the form, of, the form of the pen bullet how smooth it writes bullet mm-hmm. the flexiness you know what I mean and you know you just before I s- hit record I just review those notes and that's it so mm-hmm. it's definitely it brings me back to when I first started doing reviews and I did it in my living room with my iPhone no no microphone so it sounded terrible but I do remember thinking that this is so much fun mm-hmm. and It brought me back to the excitement of when I first started doing reviews, how non-technical it was, how non-technological it was, but how much fun and how authentic I felt doing it. And we've talked about how I feel like authenticity is super important, right? Mm -hmm. My only thing I'm doing differently now is the technology is just inherently better because the phone is better. And I have a ring light and a stand, and I use a microphone so that way the audio doesn't sound like shit Mm-hmm. And then instead of reading off a script, I'm now just doing bullets, and as long as I cover those bullets, it's fine. Yeah. So, I I enjoy it more this way. So, I already have the next pen that I'm going to review. I'm going to probably put it up on Saturday.
1: Oh, you shall be getting another pen of which to review, or at least a a few of them actually. Really? I sent it to you yesterday. Or actually, it, no, it was was it picked up today? It might have been picked up this morning, but you should probably be getting it tomorrow. Is it the gravitas?
0: We'll see okay oh, you'll see it'll be fun we'll we'll All get right. to talk about it next week okay i'm excited i'm probably not going to do the review on it i have to play with the pen for about a week before i yeah. can review it and yeah stuff but like that. it better not be a pen that takes like 40 rotations to uncap because slickery don't already i think you should to, review that it. pen as well oh i think i may <laughs> the uh, you bad know. it should be the good the awful and then the but ugly <laughs> No, I don't know where to put that I, The fact that it takes 11 rotations To cap and uncap I, I don't know if that belongs <laughs> To the good or the ugly I just, I, It's just the Greatest practical joke mm-hmm. Fountain pen ever <laughs> I'm sitting here And I'm uncapping it 11 fucking rotations That is awesome <laughs> You know what I should do I mean I don't want to do a review on this pen because when I talk about the 11 rotations, I'm going to talk about it like normal. So this pen caps and uncaps in approximately 11 rotations. And then I don't want people to think that I'm seriously reviewing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right.
1: But There's just be a very long pause when you're... when you're, And it ca- uncaps in 11 rotations. Watch I'm just it gonna, as, I'm just as I uncap it. it.
0: 11 I'm gonna sp- rotations. I'm going to speed up the video times four just so that you guys don't have to wait for me to finish uncapping it. Two minutes later, okay, now we're done uncapping the pen. <laughs> so that would have to actually be in the good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Four rotations, you-, you belong in the ugly. But eleven rotations, you belong in the good. <laughs> that, was, that was intentional. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was hilarious. I remember standing at my desk laughing out loud. But what's what's new with you, man? Talk to me. I feel like I haven't spoken to you in so long.
1: Oh gee, uh, it was, we had a Memorial Day weekend. It's been kind of kind of crazy. I wish there was an extra day of just which I could just spend doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of good times with uh, with family and friends. We we spent some time hanging out. Uh, this weekend's gonna be all about soccer, though. My mm-hmm. daughter's got a tournament. My son's got a game we've got practices during the week it's like it's and i I gotta go volunteer so i gotta volunteer in the morning at saturday morning at six o'clock to help out with the snack bar which Mm. i'm assuming is going to be prep work which i'm not going to mind because it was either that or parking duty and i absolutely hate parking duty because Mm. people are assholes behind the car yeah so like i don't want to direct or have to tell them no you can't park it I just just give me food I know food I could prepare stuff I could help out doing that fine no problem but yeah it's, it's been good um, got well I of- meant
0: what's going on with you in the pen world but <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say we got we had we have we've been having so many and I think that it's going to start dwindling down a little bit in june but there's been so many launches releases Mm -hmm. it's just it's it really is a lot it's too much even i would say Mm -hmm. and then by the time it starts to slow down in july we'll be looking to work on the next issue of the print catalog again and that's its own project on top of the regular program of you know, posting content and writing stuff. And it's just, it's, it's a lot.
0: I I don't think I'll get a vacation. (laughs) I feel like when the catalog time comes around, it it really, it's like all hands on deck at gold spot, right? It's,
1: it's tough because I mean, it's like 60 pages and it's a, it's a lot of content, a lot of photos that like a a lot of planning of what pens are going, where, who, what brands are being represented, what, you know collections are we putting on and the extra articles that go in there the it's just it's it's so much it's a lot of work but we love doing it and we love the reaction that we got with everybody that receives them especially uh, people who are new to shopping at Gold Spot they're so impressed with oh man there's an actual catalog that's out there it's kind of everybody says it's like the Sears robot catalog of when uh of or the Toys R Us uh, catalog when they used to have the Toys R Us catalog that mm-hmm. it it would just be this thing that you could put on your coffee table and just refer to throughout the entire last part of the year and you know make it as your wish list and be like oh, I want this one this one this one you know so mm-hmm.
0: let me ask you something though are when with regard to the catalog do you get orders from the catalog to make it worth spending all the time and money in making a catalog? Yeah, I mean
1: still even in the middle of the next year after we have the catalog get sent out, still people will be using it as a reference. They'll call up, they'll say, Oh, I what there's this pen on page, you know, thirty four that I saw on here and, you know, I just want oh, to ask okay. about this. Yeah, you know, so that people use it well past the date that they get mailed
0: out. So do you actually Take a look at your phone real quick. Do you actually do you actually get orders using the catalog as a mechanism? Yeah. So like people actually send in orders using the cutout of the magazine, the magazine, and using the the order code in the magazine and stuff. Well, you know, we, know what I'm saying. Well, we used I, I, to. I, mm, we used so, to.
1: So so it used to be an order form. In the catalog that people could cut out and then mail, put it in the mail or fax it. Even uh, that was at the earlier stages when I was initially working at Goldspot and being the chief catalog producer uh, designer. So it would be it would be heavily like we would have people mailing stuff in or faxing it or calling in by phone. But now it's mostly they just use it as a reference point to then look up the URL like the little short URL like goldspot.com forward slash custom 823 they go cl- they go type that into the address bar it brings them to all the 823 pens like that's just wow, how it, it is now. Um, we did one that had QR codes, but that was kind of before QR codes were very popular and then it kind of made the pages a little weird looking because you just mm. have these blocks that had to be big <laughs> enough for your for your right. phone to scan. And it just, you know, it just didn't make things look very flattering. It made it look very right. cheap. So um, we we use like the short URLs to then have as a jumping off point, so that people could um, look at it on the website. And the no, no, that website. makes that
0: that makes sense. So the investment in the magazine is actually worth the returns.
1: Yeah, because it's a different form of marketing that I think still has it's like we're saying authenticity. It has a certain humbleness about it whereas whereas like anything that's electronic it's it kind of has an ephemeral nature where you you, know, so you can send an email and somebody could just delete it or just not look at it but you get a catalog in the mail you you receive it it's physically there you have to do something with it you have to, have to either say I'm going to throw yeah. it out or I'm going to take a breezy look through it and see what this is all about and more often than not because of the fact that it's physically there you can't ignore it like you can an email just let an email get buried down the list, no problem. Or right. just hit delete. It's gone. But right. the, the fact that you have to do something, you have to recycle it or trash it, you know, that there's something that has to be done with that physical piece of mail. And the fact that mail itself is very rare these days, it, it,
0: it has a bigger impact on mm. people. So it, Let me ask you, you know. something. Last question about the catalog, because I mean this is the most important question to me. When it comes to the catalog. Because I remember old Archie comics, there's like a cutout. You submit with a check and you get your subscription that way and stuff like that. But the Gold Spot catalog is a little different. The Gold Spot catalog is is a shopping catalog. What percentage of the catalog do you think winds up being looked at while someone's taking a dump? <laughs> Uh I don't know. I have it I don't have
1: I, the metrics on that. I don't I don't I think have the return on dump investment
0: on that. I think we need I think the next ink flight box has to be this. You have to answer if you look at the gold spot catalog while taking a dump. And the people who are willing to answer will get the ink flight box. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, if they're willing to answer what in the affirmative That they did take the dump while reading
0: the catalog I don't want to exclude people who don't Look at the catalog while they're taking a shit But if they don't, they can say no, but why? Mm-hmm. And then if you do,
1: Why? That sounds like a very personal question that I'm not about to ask a whole lot of people. <laughs> right. This might that might it's like, not be a how successful do you, giveaway. You know, how do you spend your time in the bathroom? Do you have a pile <laughs> of magazines? Do you just cruise on your smartphone? You know, it's just it just seems like a rather personal topic that
0: Right, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll ask yeah.
1: questions like, hey, what color of pen do you like? Or what nib size do you prefer? But not do you browse for pens while taking a crap in the bathroom? Not exactly. Let me, ask, like, let me
0: ask you something though. When it comes to ingenuity, has anybody ever asked that question?
1: No, no one has ever asked that question in the history of all the questions ever asked. <laughs> right? So, don't you think
0: that some questions need to be asked?
1: There's oh, there's always there's always things to investigate.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that this would be an of. interesting one really if interesting. they wrote Dear Tom and Roy, I look at the Gold Spot catalog while taking a steamy log. Or dear Tom and Roy, I don't look at the Gold Spot catalog while dropping a lock. I mean, that makes for some interesting content on Instagram. I will
1: you know what, I, I will be the first to open this up. I will usually nowadays listen to audiobooks while on the shitter. So okay. that's my thing these days. Because I, yeah. I have I'm going through a Brandon Sanderson the like read right now. So I'm in the middle of uh there's the Stormlight archive and it's a forty eight hour audiobook and you have to pretty much read that whenever you possibly get a chance. So I have the the AirPods in and I'll just be listening to that while on the can. So
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, so. I wasn't asking what you do on the can. I was asking if people look at the Gold Spot catalog while. Well, on if the we're can.
1: going to get people to write us in at pentertainmentpodcast at gmail.com and describe any bathroom activity, I think we have to be open first. You know, what I'm saying okay. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to be open first so that people can feel somewhat comfortable. It's like, hey, you know, that's
0: what Tom does. <clears throat> so, there you go. So, I think then the fair thing to have opened up with was I don't look at the gold spot catalog while on the can. <laughs> well, I do not. I do
1: not either because I look at it enough off of the can where I could just use a break being
0: on the can doing something else. So when you're at work, like you had one too many burritos, you're at work, you got you got to take a trip to the can, you don't grab a catalog with you and be like, "Let me look at this while I'm doing my business so I can Like I said, critique AirPods, that's
1: that's what you got so you, you so listening. basically
0: what you're telling me in the world is you don't prioritize, prioritize the creative content that you create at work all the time but you gotta take a break sometimes you gotta take a break sometimes. <laughs> right well anyway it's that time this is going to be uploaded on saturday this is the weekend i think it's june 3rd and if everybody could do me a great big favor Check out my video review of the Montblanc Meisterstück 146, and tell me what you thought of the scenery, if it was distracting that it's not the computer-generated background, if it was, if you liked it better or not. I'm just curious. I would appreciate that. Write in at Podcast at gmail.com. What do you got, Tom? Anything?
1: I think you should definitely do a review of the Fisher Space Pen, and then, you know how the the Fisher Space pen you could actually write underwater you would be talking about the pen and then just all of a sudden you just put the notebook and the pen inside the water of the tank and then just start writing with it there and be like boom yeah it's, it's done but then again i don't know that might cause a imbalance in the chemicals of the of the water and stuff if you just completely dunk
0: a pen and paper in there so i think it would be difficult to do yeah. You know what my friend at work was telling me? He said, You should totally do a video, a joke video. You know, wear like swimming chunks, but film from like the mid stomach up of how you clean pens in the shower. How to clean pens in the shower.
1: <laughs> and that I was like, funny.
0: I am totally going to consider that. And I all you would, would,
1: would just be- see, you would see like your feet and you would see the water, dri- the, the waters running and traces of ink are just getting washed right. out onto the the bathtub and everything.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about I was thinking about doing that. Cuz I thought it was such a fantastic idea because listen, why not two birds one stone? Clean out your pen and clean out you while in the shower. All at or months. you could
1: do like a mock thing of um was it Psycho? You know, Psycho where like the the person gets murdered in the bathtub and it's like mm. the Ding. So so it's, like, so it's like you could do that, and then when that happens, it could be like a Diamine Writer's Blood, where it's just
0: like, <laughs> the red ink just like spills everywhere, you know? So you want to hear something funny? That just reminded me. While I was in Paris, <clears throat> I filled red inks on, I filled pens with red ink. I think it was Vampire Blood by, uh, what you call it? Private Reserve. And I did this on purpose. I used like a whole bunch of tissues, and wiped the nib and everything like that. Got all these tissues like dark red and stuff, and just left them all over the place. So, <laughs> so when the this
1: is in the in
0: the one of the stores? No, in the hotel. Oh, in the hotel. Yeah, I just left it all over the place, and oh my I god, to, I wanted to see if like the front desk later would be like, yes, excuse me, the cleaning the cleaning crew was in your room and. We had to call the police. (laughs) Are
1: you okay? Are you hiding
0: a body somewhere in your room? Oh, and then when I was at, by the way, when I was at the Eiffel Tower, this is the funniest thing. So we had a tour guide. Our tour guide was this really knowledgeable French female. And she made us wear these blue stickers so she knows we're part of her group. There was another group. It was a Korean tour guide with a group of Korean tourists they were all speaking korean i noticed them at the beginning and i'm like oh look they have the same color sticker so then like an hour and a half later into the tour i was using the bathroom my wife and i our group was using the bathroom and then the tour the korean tour guide just came up to me all like flustered and frustrated and she's yelling at me in korean she's like she's like really like curt she's like in korean she's like please stop separating from the group you have to stay with the group because i have to keep track of everybody here <laughs> So, I don't like people talking to me like that, but I just, in Korean, I just very politely said, I understand, I apologize. And then I left without telling her I'm not part of her <laughs> group. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny. Um, I don't know yeah. if that was, I don't know if it was very nice. She looked really stressed out and overwhelmed because she had like a whole bunch of korean like older people that just weren't following her instructions and stuff and they they would just like wander you off you were the
1: example that she had to make and she yeah. was going to pull you out of there and be like like look this one
0: yes but Applied she came up and she rules. she was talking to me like i was like a kid and she was a school teacher or something like that you know mm-hmm. so i was i i was just i'm like my immediate mode of revenge was like okay just tell her you're sorry, tell her it won't happen again, and then disappear on her. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, listen, we got to call it a night. Thanks again for joining us here on episode number 165 of the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Pen Podcast. I'm going to go and hit the hay because I'm tired and try to recover from some of this jet lag. I do appreciate and love you guys for joining us. Be well, be safe. stay Stanky. <laughs>